Yes, what is going on everybody? Welcome back to another Rugby Muscle Podcast. I'm your host as always, TJ, and today we are doing a solo episode, which is not on the YouTube. We are stopping the, well, we're not stopping, we're just going to take a mini break on the Rugby Muscle Applied series, simply because your boy has got an eye infection, and I didn't want to, my options were to either record the video with just the slides up and just the demonstrations without my face in the corner, just seemed like it wouldn't be consistent with the series. My other option, of course, would have been to do it, you know, just and showing you all my freaky eye. I thought that'd be too much of a distraction. Could have done it, I guess, with um, sunglasses. I think that would have also been... A similar annoying distraction. So today we are just going to give a little bit of an update and a um, big lesson that I think guys need to hear and one that it doesn't really fit in with the whole theme of rugby muscle applied in terms of it's not something overly tangible but it is probably something that is underlying in every single episode of rugby muscle applied I've done so far and will apply to all of the episodes that I will be doing in the future and that is well actually I don't want to give it away let's um first give a little bit of an update so as of right now I'm sat with a really funky eye where I have to give myself one set of drops every two hours and a different set of drops every four hours I will be going back to the eye hospital here in Brazil uh, tomorrow to see how that all is and Hopefully, uh, get the all clear to be able to travel next week, where I'll be traveling and resuming a, or not resuming, I'll be starting a new plan, um, new training plan. Um, I finally finished my uh, 58 weeks of mapped out hypertrophy training. Um, I say I finished, I came up two days short because of this eye infection. I had to skip the last two days, but was an overall over over resounding over resounding resounding comprehensive it was a comprehensive success where I started the goal out of being able to compete at heavyweight jiu-jitsu because it made a lot more sense and then I went about doing that for like I said 58 weeks and if you want to know the ins and outs and the details there is a previous podcast I will link in the show notes below you can also just go and find it talking all about the details and the mindset that I went into that transformation with but I think one big key that I might have not mentioned in that was the fact that it really did resonate with me because I mapped out you know um, like really the reason for me gaining muscle mass wasn't just to attract the chicks or anything like kind of I kind of felt or because it looked kind of cool or because I saw someone on Instagram that was massive and I was like oh yeah I kind of want to be massive no it was like no this is exactly what I want to be doing this is what's going to give me meaningful uh, training and meaningful outcomes to my training so even though you know a couple times I would veer off the plan the overriding theme was the big goal of gaining significant muscle mass so even when I did veer off I still kept coming back to the overriding theme of the year, which was to actually take some time like, and build real quality mass. Now I've got a planned week off of the gym, which is this week, but you know, I'm already, oh no, I guess I'm not, but it will be about a week and a half. It might be two, depending upon the eye, but we'll see. I'm, I'm due, Like I said, I'm due to move next week, and that will start a new heavy focus with grappling being a, a major part of my training once again. Gym work will still be important, but it will take a back seat. 
I've got my training mostly mapped out for the next eight weeks where I'll be focusing on heavier work in a lower rep range. But because the weights will be slightly heavier, I should be able to maintain most of my muscle, but also not like have the main fatigue or have the larger amount of fatigue that it was causing because it, the overall total volume will be lower. And uh, I mean, and also because I plan to start out with like lower rest periods as well, so that I can build up some good work capacity um, to sustain the amount of grappling that I want to be doing. And also, um, quite smartly, that you know, it takes me some time to build up to heavy weights, and so keeping the rest periods low will also help with that. So I'm really, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm chomping at the bit to get going with this training program, and this I um, has somewhat made it like a little bit easier in terms of like right, take the week off, you know, don't go into the gym, don't do anything. But in other ways, it makes it a lot harder because I'm like, fuck, maybe I'm going to have to wait for two weeks, three weeks. But really, I mean, it, you know, when you look at the bigger picture, it doesn't really matter too much. And this is kind of why I want to give this update because the reason that I give any sort of personal updates on this podcast is to sort of demonstrate that we all suffer from the same problems and issues. I say we all as in every fucking human. For some reason, we put people on a pedestal that give out advice, and but there's a reason they give out advice, not because they are the most perfectly disciplined people in the world and they know that whatever you do in the wrong is the devil. No, it's, the, it's like why the most leaders of Alcoholics Anonymous are their previous alcoholics. It's because they've been through that experience. And when I try and give advice, I really do like not joke around when I say I have made so many mistakes with my own training my own nutrition that I, I really think that a lot of this stuff is more about saving you guys time and, and saving you the mistakes that I've made and so I guess this would be the appropriate time to say the biggest mistake that I continue to make it's not even one that I've made you know just before and I've learned from it and I move on it's one that I continually find myself making and I think it's one that we can all be guilty of making time and time again I do think it's the biggest thing that holds most people back in the gym and that is f constantly falling for hype you know there is so many, if you listen to the q a episodes if, even if you go through the rugby muscle applied stuff you can see really that the most important things are going to be consistency simplicity and progression just in those things and just in the, the small areas that you want to improve there is no real hype and and these um series and this podcast and probably rugby muscle in general is never going to be overly popular because there is just not much hype around it and that's intentional because if i if i gave you too much hype I'm, i'll be honest I'll, I'll be selling you something that doesn't exist and even worse i'll be you know giving you expectations that literally don't exist no matter what training program you're doing and I, you know i do tell everybody that um consistency and simplicity is the key with making progress of this stuff but i've often still been guilty of being able to do that myself you know i've kept generally consistent throughout my training career but for you know i haven't had that long period of just focused consistency and i think last year is one of the times i actually did that and that's why i made such significant progress you know i think that's why most people, especially rugby players with rugby strength and conditioning, with all the different areas that you can improve within rugby and in all the different methods that you can use to improve, right? So we're not even just talking about like strength, hypertrophy, uh, conditioning, aerobic conditioning, anaerobic conditioning, speed. You're also looking at, you know, a whole spectrum of different methods of how you can actually improve at those things. So you've got so many different things that can be 
um, catching your attention and catching your, your eye as to what you should be doing with your training. And it's so easy to always think like you're going to be missing out on something. Or even if you're not even feeling like you're missing out on something, you, you're quite okay with your training. Maybe you just get bored because, you know, you've done your training routine. You've done this new routine. It's been working quite well, but you've been doing it for three weeks. And, you know, after a while, you just get a little bit bored. And you see these other programs on Instagram or you see these other funky exercises. And you think, yeah, I'm going to give this a go. I'm going to add this to my training. Not because you necessarily even think that you even need it. But it's just like, oh, why not? And then before you know it, you've you've added so much fluff and so much um, things that are just unnecessary to your training program none of which is really giving you any meaningful progress, all of which takes discipline to do, all of which takes time out of your training, takes fatigue out of your recovery, takes um, you know, effort and discipline to stick to. And it's stuff that you just, you know, you, you don't even need to be doing in the first place. Hi guys, I just wanted to jump in here to tell you that if you're enjoying this podcast and you want to become a better athlete, then you can go ahead and visit rugby-muscle.com and pick up any of our free goodies. That is uh, the 50 free rugby conditioning sessions, the physique nutrition crash course video series, the supplement guide, and newly added is a macro calculator. Yes, that's right, a macro calculator where you will be able to work out your protein, carbs, fat, and calories that you should be eating on a daily basis to give you a guide as to where to start your diet from. This will help in conjunction with your 53 conditioning sessions to build you out a decent little plan that will enable you to take control of your training and use effective training and nutrition to become a better athlete. All that stuff and more can be found at rugby-muscle.com or rugby-muscle.com forward slash macros for the macro breakdown. And so really when it comes to making meaningful progress, this is, it's not the secret, but this is the obvious thing that you keep having to need to hammer home to yourself, is consistent small progress is by far the most important thing with your training and with your nutrition. Now, you know, if you need to improve your nutrition, then it's just about making smaller and smaller and more consistent progress in your week to week um, in terms of however you want to manage it, in terms of whichever direction you want your body weight to go, in terms of, you know, if you want to eat more vegetables, it's consistent, small progress. And however, whichever method you use of tracking it, whichever method you use of measuring your progress, it doesn't really matter. But it's that notion of, well, obviously it does matter because getting the right one is important, but it's that notion of consistently improving. You know, I know professional players who barely lift. You know, most of their training is just going out for runs and doing the rugby training that they have to do. And they succeed because they're backs, but also because they're just improving in those areas. They've figured out what they need to do. My um, muscle gaining wouldn't have happened if I'd have spent, you know, eight weeks in a strength phase and another 10 weeks in a power phase and doing all this other bullshit that wasn't necessary when my whole focus for the year was purely gaining muscle. I mean, not purely, but that was the main focus of the year. And so if you spend, and this is something that I've been absolutely massively guilty of in my previous training career, and I see so many rugby players still um, stay guilty of this thing. It's it's spending two weeks doing one thing and then two weeks on another and then continuing and continuing. I always remember when I first started getting into rugby strength and conditioning and fitness when I was a, a teenager. I remember one of the other first team lads down the gym, uh, we used to train at the rugby club gym itself, and he said uh, he, he said to me, like really patronizing, I didn't see it at the time, but he, he was like, what's your funky thing that you're going to do this week? And I remember saying to him, because I'd actually watched, uh, the. Uh, I literally remember this conversation. It was, we, I'd just finished watching, 
UFC on not unfiltered. It was UFC. It was like the program where they would go and show the uh, training of the UFC UFC champions, and it was Rich Franklin's training, who um, had managed. He uh, his coach had him running around the gym and literally having he would do five sets of a, a big circuit of like ten different exercises, decent weights, um, and he just literally would not rest between them. And I thought, well, that's that's really cool. I didn't think about does this benefit me as a rugby player? Like, uh, what what's the difference between MMA where you're competing for three to five five minute rounds versus when you're competing for forty minutes of uh, mostly stopping and then going and then stopping for a long period of time and then going? I didn't think about that stuff. I just thought, wow, that looked like a cool training method. So I tried it, and I told him, I was like, yeah, well, I'm just doing all this stuff about wrestling, and he laughed, and I was like. He's, I thought he was laughing because he's like on my side, but really he must have just thought this guy just can't get enough. Like, why can't he just stick with one routine? And at the time, I guess, I guess it was something, a phase that I had to go through. And if you're going through that phase, maybe it's a phase that you also have to go through. But understand that I've been here the whole time now since I started rubbing muscle, telling you guys that staying consistent, making small, meaningful progress, Cutting out the fluff is the most important thing with your training. And the biggest mistake that you can do is constantly switching uh, your focus, switching your training, and never understanding that there's going to be any meaningful progress. There's an article I recently wrote um, at some point last year, which has outlined the one question that most rugby players are afraid to ask. And that goes into... It, well, the question is, am I making meaningful progress? And the the rea- reality is that most people can't answer that question because they are so busy chopping and changing their focuses that they don't really um, have anything to measure by. They have no measuring stick. They have no idea if they really are making meaningful progress. They've probably not asked themselves what exactly they need to improve. And so it's so, so important that you get out of this trap. You know, if you spend two weeks training one method and then three weeks training another and then two weeks doing something else and then two weeks training something else, you number one, you don't allow each component to be trained long enough to improve. Number two, you don't allow each component to be trained long enough to cement itself. Meaning, you know, if even if you do make small improvements and then you change and then make other small improvements and then you change, those gains are very fleeting. You want those gains to be cemented in place. You, you know, you don't just get a you know you don't hit your 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 new max by 2.5 kilos and that's now your new max forever like you have to cement that new max in its place and be confident that even if you go to another area and you put this method back onto maintenance that you're still going to be able to retain the qualities that you've achieved through that training and doing doing something for two weeks or three weeks or four weeks is not enough time to allow that um you also don't allow yourself to emotionally the chance to build resilience and train yourself. You know, you're training yourself constantly to switch stuff up all the time. You, you don't allow yourself to sort of train that resilience, stick with the program, actually push through, make progression, hit a plateau, figure out what's going wrong, figure out, you know, have some introspection and actually solve that problem yourself and keep pushing through. Um, you know, you don't want to train yourself just to stop or change up when it gets hard or when you when you stop making progress. You and you definitely don't want to train, you know, ADD in the gym. Like you want to make sure that you are focused with when you are training. You know, you you also treat you you're training yourself to fall for that hype that we were so talking about before. It's the biggest mistake people make. It's we all fall for that hype, and it's very easy to do. Um, I want to get into some methods 
I guess like how we can sort of help get around that. But before that, I you know, I I think that the last point I want to make on this is that the biggest thing that I found that helped me progress last year was that I built some identity with my training. Now you can definitely go too far when we're talking about building identity with your training. You know, you see people they get married to you know CrossFit. They, they probably someone has out there got married to CrossFit itself, but you get married to the training methods. You know, you get you know you think that you have to back squat, you have to clean, and these are just movements. These are just tools to help you achieve a certain outcome. You don't have to do any of them all the time or all of them at any point in time. You know, you want to be sure about your training. You want to make sure that you are. Yeah, you've got a theme, you've got an overall big block of what you want to achieve in each block and each um, overriding long theme of training has an identity, but you're not, you know, you're not drawing identity to the tools, the back squats, the uh, metcons or any sort of other method that you have that you feel like you have to do. That's not, it's not, that's not what you want to get your identity with. You want to get your identity with the outcome that you are trying to get. Everything else for as long as your training block is, is noise, okay? Mo- mobility movements, noise. Someone's trying to sell you on being injured. Different advanced exercises, noise. Someone's trying to sell you a program because it looks cool. CrossFit, noise. Someone's trying to sell you on CrossFit and tell you that you can be good at every area without having to really apply focus. Any social media fitness celebrity ever, noise. That person is just trying to entertain you. Any sort of um, social media celebrity, fitness celebrity, they are trying to get eyes. They are trying to get clicks. They're trying to get likes. They are not trying to, you know, obviously they'll try, if they are an expert, they want to give you some sort of education. But the reality is popularity is not come through or is not gained through giving the best education. It's gained through entertainment we are using social media for entertainment not other purposes supplements noise selling you obviously the supplements to try and make you think that those are are an important part of the training even though it's in the fucking name people supplements and so if you are finding yourself constantly sort of distracted by this noise some of the best things that you can do is number one, set yourself a deadline. You know, once you've got yourself a program, you should absolutely go back and watch the goal setting video in the Rugby Muscle Athletes Facebook page. Understand what your goal setting should look like. Get a real overriding, meaningful theme to your training, and then set yourself an end goal. And even if it's an end goal for each block, and even if you don't hit it because you you know you you achieve a certain outcome before that goal has got there at least you've got an idea of, look, I'm not going to be distracted by any of this nonsense until this date. It's the same thing that I've been doing. It's the reason why I'm chomping at the bit to get into my next training program because I've not been focused on heavy lifts. I've not been focused on any explosive Olympic lifts for the time being because I need to focus on this hypertrophy. And I kept telling my, I kept building out my program whilst I was finishing off the hypertrophy because I was like, right, you know, when I get to week eight of this uh, fifth block or whatever it is, then I can finally change it up and I could do this other stuff. And I've been, that's what I've been doing. And now I'm really excited to get into the gym and try the other stuff. And so I think I, I'll leave it there. I think that makes um, for a, a short enough, but uh, powerful enough podcast that you guys should really take something home from that. And I, I really do hope it hits home. You know, um, it is by far the biggest um, and most common, but also the one that holds most people back. Like it's, 
it's if you're constantly changing stuff up if you're never sticking to one sort of identity with your training one sort of theme to your training even if it is for eight to 12 weeks at a time you're just constantly um you know switching up gears and you're never you're, you're staying you're spinning your wheels you're staying in the same place you're taking two steps forward in one direction two steps in another direction two steps in another direction and all you're doing is keeping returning to center and essentially wasting your time so don't do that people <sighs> i'll be back um with another podcast hopefully i'll be doing the q a that i promised to do on friday but as i was in the eye hospital i couldn't get to it i'll be trying to do that on wednesday the 27th live on the rugby muscle athletes facebook page look out for that in the afternoon otherwise you can simply get on the rugby muscle athletes facebook page by going to uh facebook.com or facebook i guess and searching for rugby muscle athletes um you'll join the group you'll be asked a few questions and i will answer those on the live q a's thank you guys so much for joining we will be having guests on as of next week so look out for those episodes and i'll see you in the next one all right thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed that episode of the rugby muscle podcast then i've got a quick little request and a potential prize giveaway for you if you do said request all I want you to do is go to Apple Podcasts and type up a five-star review. Just your general opinions of the podcast would be great feedback, but also helps us reach higher rankings, get more exposure, allow me to attract more guests and devote more time to developing a better all-around podcast experience for you. All you have to do once again is go and give us a five-star review on whatever podcast service you use. Let me know that you've got it. And then every single week, I'll be selecting one review to give away a free prize. That free prize will be either one free month of Team Rugby Muscle. That's our world-class shank condition program app delivered directly to your phone. Or if that doesn't interest you, then we've got one free consultation where I'll, I'll go over your training program, your nutrition, and advise you how to best plan for your goals. Even if none of those things interest you, it's still doing me a solid and helping the podcast grow by going and giving us a five-star review. There's no real excuse. It takes like one minute and that helps the show out exponentially. So I'd really appreciate if you could do that. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll see you in the next one.